0: Created live on Fireside. So welcome back to YNFL Live with NFL Thread. So this is Camille's husband that was supposed to be filming, if you guys heard before. So please introduce yourself.
1: (laughs) My name is uh, Marte Jenkins. I'm a former Cardinal player for the Arizona Cardinals as well as Dallas Cowboys. And uh, just to clear my name, (laughs) I got video and pictures. Oh, and also, I had somebody take a picture of me in the background. Oh, so he was
0: good. We just so didn't see I, him. So I have, I
1: have receipts. So if <laughs> anybody thinks I'm not being a great husband, I mean, I, I do have receipts for that. So I,
0: I, lo- I like the backup. And you were standing definitely. right there. We most didn't definitely. see you over there. So, yes, thank you so much. I got video. <laughs> so we were just talking about pivoting out of the, the league. Most definitely. So not to go down that dark place, but I would love for you to talk a little bit about what it was like when you... Knew your career was coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, mentally, where were you? And then where did that lead you?
1: Well, I mean, I mean making that transition in, into the lead is, is a difficult process for anybody. Anyone. I don't care if you're a Hall of Famer or you were the, a free agent. You know, it's a difficult process to make that transition to the real world because everybody is on the same schedule mm-hmm. when you're playing ball. No matter who you are, you're on the same schedule. You have the same off-season, you have the same regular mm-hmm. season, OTAs, the whole nine. So um, making that transition to the real world, when you're thinking that ah, I'm the, at the top of the pinnacle, and then you go out into the real world, you're like, I wasn't prepared for that. Right. You know, it's, it's a difficult transition. But the thing about it is if you have a strong woman on your side, yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it, it really makes the, uh, it softens the blow. Well, it really does.
0: Right. And I think, you know, we, we've had many um, people on the, the show talking about Pivot. Ricky and Katharina, who are over there, we had them really talk about the transition and leaving the league. And and as you said, and this is one of the things why I think it's so important for what I do to bring mm-hmm. these stories out, because it doesn't matter how strong you are. it, doesn't, no, it matter. doesn't matter. If you're doing something that you were meant to do and you love it to the core, and it's taken away from you for whatever reason, whether it's an injury, your time, yeah. the league, It's going to sting. And if you don't have someone in your corner that's going to help you, and it doesn't, you know, and and really when you're at that level in in professional sports, it's at a different level, but anyone you know doctors that lose an arm or something like they have to Most stop separately. there's people that go out of it but we as a society need to be better because we need to think about players like you that we watch on the screen that we love and then you leave and it's not like oh who else is gonna get his number yeah, it's who, like who's
1: next up <laughs> who yeah that, that's yeah.
0: that we need to be better and that's why these stories are so important for us to get out there because you sharing your story is going to connect with someone else and they're gonna say wait a second. Shame on me for Absolutely. not... To, and I have to tell you a little story. When I first interviewed um, Cynthia on my podcast, I started uh. my podcast before I started this live show, and she was talking about when Michael got um, traded to a different team.
1: Oh, it's and, cutthroat.
0: Cutthroat. It's cutthroat. And then she started talking about the process, and I remember, I, so I have um, three kids, two boys and a daughter. My boys are really, and my husband, super, super, super sports fans. And every time they would say someone got you know traded, I'd be like, oh, that's amazing. I said, I'm not doing that anymore. I think, <laughs> yeah. who, and, and now my kids are like, you're so annoying. You have to put feeling to everything, <laughs> which I do. But it's like, well, let's think about their family. Let's think about the people no, going.
1: Everybody has a transition. Right. Like, when I literally got traded from the Dallas Cowboys to the Arizona Cardinals, it was a four-hour window. Oh. You know, where I had to have a, a, a suitcase full of dirty clothes and a suitcase full of clean clothes. Right. Leave my truck. I was a single parent at the time, my son. Mm. I had to leave him with a family member it's because everything happened so fast. And people don't realize the transition and the adjustments that you really have to make. So I got traded, it was a four-hour window. I got to Arizona at 10 o'clock at night on Monday. Right. This, is, and this is week one. Uh, so Tuesday, you get your physical. You get to go to the locker room, get your playbook, everything. Wednesday, you're full, you're full pad practice. We have a game on Sunday.
0: Right. Oh.
1: It was literally week one. And you had to make those adjustments. And my son's back home. My truck is back home. Right. I'm like...
0: And your heart's back home. Yeah,
1: exactly. Everything, everything. So you really have to make adjustments. But it really does build strength and character for the long haul. Right. So... In the long haul, through it throughout marriage and kids and life and everything, it built such a strong foundation mm-hmm. that I always had that to lean back on in my work ethic. Right. You don't you don't get to where you're at in NFL without work ethic. Right. So being able to lean back on your foundation, mm-hmm. that's what gets you kind of through the transition from being an NFL player through to being a, a normal taxpayer. Right. citizen. You know, right. it's a big difference. And then you go you know, and you, you may go work somewhere, and, and people are like, What are you doing here? Right. You played in NFL, what are you doing here? Right. I made a hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars my rookie year.
0: Right, right. I have to work. Right.
1: <laughs> it's it's not like I mean people made way more money than me, and I'm playing in the family. They look at me like I was a millionaire. Right. So Which is,
0: that's hard. There's so many things to look at and is. think about. It. That's Most very definitely. hard.
1: So you know, just to kind of break down everything, and it was a lot to process when you're going into transitioning from NFL or play any professional sport to the real world, Right. because your schedule changes. Everything changes. Right, and that's hard. So yeah, it's a very good, you know, it's it's a it's a serious transition, and somebody, some people can actually benefit from that transition, and some people kind of fall by the wayside. Right. It's very disappointing that um, we, you know, that we do have a lot of people that don't make that transition smoothly. Right. I should say. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not a tr- it's not a right. smooth transition.
0: But then, but you sharing that is so important. So. Tell people where they can follow you.
1: I don't know. I'm not a social media guy. Okay, well,
0: then tell, well, tell us, what are you, what are you doing now?
1: Um, I'm a real estate agent. Love it. So I do real estate. Yeah, yeah, I do real estate, and I support my wife to the fullest. She left a job uh, in corporate world. That's what she was saying, For yeah. 21 years and and took the leap of faith to say, I'm going to go out on my own and, and make it happen. And so
0: them. you guys are building that kind of excitingly yes, together. Yeah, yeah. And how did you definitely. get? How did you get into real estate? What made you choose real estate? Well, she,
1: she's been, well. The, the, the funny thing about it is when we were dating, <clears throat> we both was in real estate school. Okay. So we both was in real estate school. She ended up getting her license. I got a call from the Broncos to sign a two-year deal with the Broncos. <laughs> I went to you know do that. She went the real estate you know went the real estate school and. Uh, Fast forward, she's had her license for 17, 20, 18 years, and I've only had mine for three. Yeah, but well, because you had, you had, a, there was, Scott had other plans. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. You most had definitely. to put that on the side. Everything happened for a reason. Right. Uh, you know, and that's the whole thing about the transition from the from the NFL, because when I got released from the Broncos, I was not even in the headspace or mental capacity to go back and study from over real estate test. Right. You know, so... Being in that mindset, you know, it it was, and I I understand, my wife told me I was in a state of depression. Right. She didn't want to tell me that. I'm like, I'm good. Right. You know, I'm I'm adapting, I'm I'm good, but she's the one that said, hey, I think you're depressed. Right.
0: Which, and it's so important, as you said, to have that support.
1: Most definitely. Most definitely. It's been very beneficial to me, and and that's why I'm here. I support her 100%. She's like, this is your week. You right. know, it's the NFL thing. I'm like, no, but there's a lot of things for the NFL wives, and, I, and a- I
0: love that. And I love that you said that because even like tomorrow at the the fashion, the fashion show, and stuff, show, yeah, that's her. And but these, these are the kind of stories because we don't get to hear these stories, right? You hear about all the negative things or the, the husband not supporting Most the wife, definitely. and people like you and your relationship. People are going to listen to that and be like. That like you guys are I truly so. in love. Your sword so. is amazing, and I say that, that all the time. That is my queen. Yes, no, you know. amazing. Well, it's so no, nice she. To meet
1: she's you. she's the, uh, the 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 rock, and I'm I, I'm pretty sure it's not just me. I'm pretty sure this with a multiple of professional wives or just wives in mm-hmm. general that their wife is the foundation of why everything works right, as right. smoothly as it does. But they're behind the scenes, so they don't right. get the recognition. So. Um, things at these that these kind of events, the fashion show is my way of being able to say, hey, yeah. I'm giving back to you. That's this so This is awesome. your stage. This is you. You've done this. And, you know, it's just yeah. a great thing.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing thank your story. You for, so thank you for having it. me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you really for joining precious. YNS Live with NFL Thread.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: So welcome to YNS Live with NFL Thread here live on Fireside. I'm just going to give a shout out to Shutterstock, UBS, Angela Brown, Legacy Builder Group, And um, Off The Field for always supporting us and Ocean44 for housing us here and Fireside for streaming us live. So
2: can you please introduce yourself? Hi. um, Thank you so much for having me. It's just such an honor. My name is Tiffany J. Norwood. I am founder and CEO of Your Emotions Matter. Amazing. Oh my
0: gosh. Okay. So many questions, but what brings you here today to this event? Okay. Okay.
2: To bring awareness of emotional intelligence. Um, I help gentlemen athletes and their families learn how to understand, express, and manage their emotions for better communication, for more respect and appreciation in their relationship. Just overall, just good personal growth and being able to just just make it more healthy and just longevity in a relationship.
0: I love that. And I, so I am a storytelling consultant. Communication is, to me, like... The most important thing in all parts of life. That's right. As you said, relationships—the way you, you know, kind of hold yourself to the world—and not everyone knows how to do it. Exactly. Not—it's—it's it's one of those things. Some people, God gave it to them. Uh-huh. Other people have to practice a little bit. So, how did you get involved in that part of the world? Yes,
2: yes. Um, I've been married uh, for seventeen years. Just um, come out of a twenty-one-year relationship, and we struggled all the way through. Mm. And I knew that during that time there was something going on with the emotions, how the emotions were being handled in our relationship. Mm. And it it just was the demise of it. So, you know, of course, as a wife, you know, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. How can we fix this? I want a better marriage. And I did my research and I, you know, I found to a term called emotional intelligence. Right. And um, it said, you know, if if you get a divorce, one or both of the partners, are lacking emotional intelligence. I'm saying, what is this? Right. So I decided to do research and read up on it, and and I just continued to do that, and that was the answer. That's the secret sauce, like the foundation of everything. Right. Like we 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 cheat, we we, we uh, you know we holler, we scream, we get angry, but under the foundation of right. what no one about what we didn't learn in school was how to manage our emotions
0: right which is so cool and it's so awesome how you decided to do that so that's what, like yes. people will hear this and listen to this and say uh-huh. interesting it was a life experience that you had yes. that then brought you into what you do and so many people kind of miss that uh-huh. in their lives especially people that are struggling and what to do next in their exactly. life it's really interesting if they kind of just get a little introspective mm. and think okay, what is next? What am I supposed to be doing? Why did God put me on this earth?
2: Exactly. Asking those questions is when you find what you're meant to do. Exactly. And and to be honest with you, I, that was my purpose. That was really, gave me the confidence to leave. And I'm not, you know, advocating just leave. But right. it gave me the confidence because I found my purpose. I had everything. I had the tall, dark, and handsome husband. I had the house with the white picket fence and the three beautiful daughters. Everything but the doll. Right. <laughs> but I was still feeling empty. Right. I you know, I would come home from work and I'm like, what why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing here? It Has to be more than this. So when I found emotional intelligence and began, you know, learning, learning that, becoming certified in that and deciding to, you know, Help the men especially because right. they're being left out. You know, there's a lot of women empowerment and help out there for the women, but the men are left behind really? and right. struggling in silence. And a lot of relationships, you know, men and women are struggling in silence. And that's um, was the foundation of your emotions. Your emotions matter,
0: right? And so, tell people where they can find you. Oh, um,
2: They can find me under his emotions matter or your emotions matter Oh, wonderful! Thank you so much for joining. And I love the green. Thank I love you so the green. Much. Love Yes. You
0: thank you so much. My so, such a pleasure to have thank you on Lioness Live. Right. Take care. You
2: too. Bye bye.
0: So, welcome to YNS Live with NFL Thread here live on Fireside. So, can you guys introduce yourselves, please?
3: Oh, I'm Anthony Clement.
0: And I'm his wife, Fatima Clement. Well, it's nice to have you guys here. So, oh, thank you. Is this your first NFL Thread event? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. It, it is. is. It is. Yes. Okay, so I want to know how you guys found out about it.
4: Um, Cynthia, um, as I'm with Off the Field, wise organization and so um an email had came across and so I signed up and now we're here to come I and love enjoy it the event.
0: and then you were like I got to bring my husband absolutely right? absolutely so I mean this is I mean Cynthia has been doing these for seven years the podcast has just been here since last year okay but when you had when you kind of walked in what was your feel
4: um, Well, we eat here, so it was kind of like, okay, we're coming to eat too, oh, but right. we're going to meet some amazing people, and so we just wanted to just basically show up and show our support, because we need this type of support. There is life after football, but most people don't understand that, but there is life after football, and this is a great organization to definitely get involved with, and I did reach out to Cynthia and told her, please keep me in touch, because we fly, so Good. we will come to anything she needs us to be a guest appearance for her. We're open Love for it. it. Wonderful.
0: So... You wanted to be involved in the
3: event, right? Uh, yes, I did. Of course, (laughs) because I am her husband, and yes, I should be involved. But no, but like the really, I think like one of the best things is like listening to him talk, listening to UBS talk, because it's a lot of truth to this and things that are going on. Uh, As husbands of NFL, we do need to communicate with our wives more. They knew they do need to know what's going on. They do need to know everything that's in the household because if something happens to us, they have to take over. And it's hard to take over when you have no idea what's going on. Right. And so that's why I was really happy they spoke earlier today about that.
0: Right. Well, because, and there's so many things, you know, I mean, it's gotten better generation after generation. But, you know, even from when boys are little, you know, it's this is how a boy should be. This is how a girl should be. And it's still sometimes, even though we know we don't do it, it's still, you know, you, you, you have those things. Sp- you know, with athletes, it's the same thing. Like, I was just talking to, um, you know, someone about when you pivot out of the league, us as a society, I, I I call myself the lay person because I'm not in the in the league, but it's really important that we think about the stories and the people behind that. What does that look like? This was something that, you know, you wanted to do for your whole life and now you know you can't anymore for whatever reason, whether an injury, you know, age, uh, it's just not your time anymore. But we need to put the emotions behind it and it doesn't have to be this big sap, sad party, but let's think about it and respect it. That person is leaving something that they've loved forever. It's an, you know, Let's think, what does that look like? Where can I be to support them? And, and the fact that, you know, the spouses that are there behind the scenes, you know, we've had many people on Pivot, and a lot of times they say, it's the wives that say to the husband, I think you might be depressed. I think we need to look more into this, that support system. So how do you guys support each other?
4: Well... I've been with him most
0: of his career. So we did go through the
4: trauma and the mental breakdown where he didn't realize he was depressed. And then once he did realize he was depressed, it was an emotional downfall. I couldn't get him to watch football. It non-existed anymore. So it was very hard. Mm. But once he came out of it, which took about two years for him to really say, I'm really done with football because my husband loved the sport. Right. Well, that's he the thing. truly you love it. loved the sport. So he actually had a career-ending injury. Mm. So it my husband would have had a, uh, his, his knee, is um, his tendons snapped. So he basically would have said, no, you know, I still can play. But
0: it, it he had to, you know, it was, right. it was no, hard that, for him to go. And that's so hard. I, it's and, very hard. You know, and not bringing, up, I have a son that's 17 that is injured. Mm. And I don't, it doesn't look like he, he uh, fractured his pelvis. It's oh, like, yeah. you were... We're not going to go into all details, right. but he is a soccer player and he doesn't know if he's ever going to play again and just watching that, but watching you get into a level right. where it's your love and you truly love it right. and then not, and then being injured. If you can just touch on that a little bit. I mean, it
3: was, it was actually like really hard, uh, really hard thing to deal with. And even though I got injured and. In my mind, I wanted to believe that it wasn't career-ending, that I could still continue to go on. But when you think about it, 33, 11 years, your body doesn't heal the same. At some point, you have to be able to tell yourself, like, no, this is it. But in my heart, in my mind, because I love the game so much, it was hard trying to tell myself that, you know, this is it. I wanted to believe that I can come back and I can do things, you know? I wanted to be just like Alex Smith, you know. I say, even though I was done before him, but I wanted to believe that I could be that guy too. But you know, it it doesn't work out that way for everybody. And you know, the the unfortunate part is that we're, I guess, we get so wrapped up in it, or we're just too stubborn to realize that when it's over, it's over and it's done.
0: Right. But it is. But also, when you have an injury, it's not only that, and and. and uh, just, I'm going to take this, and it's going to be a little bit of a weird pivot. But as a mom, I had, you know, I wanted to have natural childbirth, and I, I had to have a, an emergency cesarean, and I didn't heal the way. I played two college sports. I was like, oh, I'm good, I'm strong, I'm going to heal. Yeah. And I remember yeah. being like, why is my body failing me? Yeah. Did you go through any of that?
3: Yeah, I did. I, I really did. With, I wouldn't even really say so much with this. The, the injury I had that put me out. I felt like I could come back and I felt strong, but it wasn't, it was the injuries I had after that. So I tore my on my other quad tendon a few years after that. Then um. I had reconstructive shoulder surgery. And like that was when, when I started feeling all, all those things and I felt like I couldn't rehab myself back to that normal level. That's when I started realizing like, oh yeah, you were done. Like, in right. my mind, I found it was like, yeah, you. there was no way you could have
0: continued to play this sport. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that must have been hard for you to be on the sidelines watching that.
4: Because, it, you know, we have kids in sports as well. Right.
0: So, you know,
4: and watching my husband can't play something that he loves yeah. so much, it was more emotional for me. Oh, yeah. Because I had to cry in silence. Right. You know, and I'm trying to be his big cheerleader. baby. it's okay. But in the other room, I'm bawling because I'm like... What are we gonna do? Because this is all he knows. Right. But me, I'm career orientated, so I have my own business. Mm-hmm. So I was like, financially, we were always good. It was right. just the mental state of right. him saying, "What do you mean I can't play a sport that I love anymore? These injuries are nothing. I've recovered many of times." But his body said no. Right. His body said no. Right. And then, like I said, the the mental state was, regardless of what his body was saying, his mentality was, "I'm going back to play." Right. But. It didn't happen like that. So he was young, retired at 33 years old. You know, so that was hard, adjusting.
0: But we just became full-time parents, and that's just what we've been doing. Right, and, you know, and and it's a blessing that your kids got time with you that maybe they wouldn't get. Exactly. So where are you guys now? What are you doing?
4: Um, I own a business. I own a salon. Actually, I've been in business 29 years. I'm a native of Arizona, so this has always been my home. And my husband, he is my right hand man. I love that. He is the chef. He is the caregiver. Right. And we are now grandparents. So we just welcome the two month old man's Congratulations. So we're loving that. So we're just raising our adult children and our we have one young son in high school okay and so our um, we have five kids and we're like Amazing. I said we're, we're grandparents now and then we have another granddaughter she's on her
0: way that, so. and, and, you know and what a special thing though that you're able to be there yes. healthy you know and it's it's a really it's a big blessing absolutely and, but you know people listening can can feel right. and be like oh my gosh like right I can feel what you went through, right. even though they can't relate completely, but right. in some parts of their life, you can complete, you know, relate. Well, and it's it's really different because my husband, when he played...
4: I actually traveled to every game I didn't miss so I was in season with him right. so when he said there's the season is over I was like oh dear god must I can go him. to work right. oh, but right. then it was like when seasons start I'm back at work with him so I basically had multiple jobs right. I was a multitasker all the time but now that he's retired it's, it's a lot calmer right. and I'm able to travel more with him now mm. versus during his, his time of playing I didn't have that with him right. it was always game day game day game day playing playing playing, playing. that's all right. I knew right. so now
0: Oh, it's completely calm now right. Calm life but That's amazing And thank calm you guys life. for joining Thank you, you know, for there. having and us Thank you so much And tell people where they can find you though um, My salon is
4: located in Tempe I'm in the Tempe Salon Suites um, Located off of 7707 South Kyrene Road Suite 110 Tempe, Arizona <laughs> 85339 The Hair Biz I love it uh, Door number three
3: <laughs> Thank <laughs> you it. And where can people find you? at you, home yeah i love it i love it i'm not helping her i'm at home babysitting my precious 2 month oh old oh my god baby. how
0: just where is that I mean, having five, I'm one of, so there's five of us yeah. in my family. I have three kids, but five, two dogs, because my husband was like, ugh. Right. He only had one sibling, and he's like, I can't do this, so we got to two dogs. <laughs> but what does it mean to you now to be there and be really be able to be present for your grandchild? It means
3: a lot, because, like, you know, when I was playing, wasn't able to be there for my kids, even though they would show up to games they would come to games, but I don't think anybody realizes that football is year-round for us. Right. So... We're at practice, you know, on Mondays. We're there, you know, Wednesday to Saturday. We play on Sundays. And then once the season is over with, you go back to working out and doing all this stuff to and take care of your body, make sure that you show up healthy for the next season. So you really don't get to spend time with your kids like you're right. supposed to. So, like, now that I'm done, I enjoy every hour, every minute I that I spend with my kids. And I'm enjoying every minute that I spend with this grand baby.
0: I mean, and how special. How special. That legacy, what you have built... Yeah. And that now what you're, like, giving your kids that that that, that time is just yeah. amazing. So oh. thank you guys for being thank here. Thank you. Yeah. And you can just see him beaming. You're so happy to be here. Hey, I love like Fat Man. Yeah, you're Fat so happy. Fat Man is my dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that... And what a special relationship. I mean, my kids love... my like, grandparents are... I, it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. You know they really are. So, oh my <laughs> god, you can see that smile. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Go kiss that baby. Yeah, I, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you, so much. you can just tell him you were on a yeah. live podcast. Huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys Thank you. so much. Thank you. Take care.